Blog Talk Radio. about F's 
was facts, faith, and feelings. The additional F is focus. So if anybody asks you, I let them know that I told you at the top of the show already, F you mean facts, faith, feelings, and then the intermediary one, focus. I must admit I really struggled where focus should take place. And I realized that focus comes first. Focus comes before facts even. Isn't that, isn't that strange? How does, how does anything come before the truth? And you've got to be willing to hear the truth if, if you're ever going to move towards uh, being a person that stands on uh, a promise and stands on their own ten toes. So my notion of facts, faith, and feelings, the initial three-point lesson came from uh, my pastor back in 2004. 2005, he gave us that lesson in talking about how you place those things and why each one of those F's was so important. And then it was just the other day that I got this uh, illumination, I'm going to call it, in that you, you can't do any of those things without focus. I think that that's where we are. Now, so this lesson, for those of y'all that are still hanging on, is going to focus on the things that you can do in your life, no matter if you're interested in protesting by being out in the streets with signs or just causing civil disobedience that way or if you're going to work on policies and procedures and you're a book person and you read and you know what, what dog whistles are, you know what catchphrases are, there are, you know that there's some certain kinds of wording such as shall or may or perhaps that people throw in policies that make them more autonomous than they are absolute, or you're the type of person that says, I'm going to boycott, I'm the type of person, I'm not shopping at these places, ABC and XYZ, no matter which one you choose. There's several other ways to be civilly disobedient and, and try to get your voice heard. And then there's also standing up publicly and speaking at different forums and different um, the municipality, county, and state level um, meetings and hearings and those kinds of, of, of gatherings where there's supposed to be a listening audience of elect, elected officials. No matter which one of those you choose, FU comes in handy. So no matter what you're doing or what you want to do or how you do it, you, you must possess these four things. You cannot get things done 
without these four things. I'm telling you, I need to write a book with these in it, and, and, I, and I just might. But let's just start off with the old school three points, and then we'll back it up and throw in the new one because it'll help you when we talk about the new point, which is focus. So faith, facts, feelings in that – no, facts, faith, feelings, excuse me, in that order. First and foremost, let's, let's just start at the bottom, feelings. Feelings do have their place in the world. Feelings are important. Feelings should be recognized. And feelings can help a person get through certain things if they know how to use their feelings. If you have unabashedly, off-the-cuff, on-the-sleeve emotions, that's dangerous in that you allow people to know exactly how you feel when you feel it. Now, some people enjoy that. Some people like letting people know everything that's on their mind. The problem is, is when you come up against a formidable opponent, usually it's the enemy, and I mean that in a spiritual sense. If you let it be known what's on your heart at all times, that can also be used against you. And then you wonder why you run up against people who get close to you and know how to push your buttons, and then your feelings are what you have relied upon to either continue or uh, start a situation. Hey, BB. So feelings are important, but feelings are always at the bottom of the list in, in the 3F, now 4F, montage of points. So feelings are very important, especially grief. I talk about this all the time. If you, can, if you can target your grief and use that other F word we're talking about, focus your grief, you could actually get so many things done using those emotions to, to be a catapult or a catalyst to what it is that you're doing. So if you can focus your feelings that way. Now, let's back it up to the, the, the second, now third point, which is faith. Faith comes before feelings. Faith is important because the way things are, if you don't have a spiritual foundation, it's going to be hard for you to overcome the types of things that we're seeing in the world now. The things we're seeing in the world are, are beginning to look a lot like what the Bible and the Quran and the Torah and many other writings have already predicted or they've established as a root in this world to show you different avenues towards the official, I, I, I'd say beginning, but some people would say the end, if not the apocalypse or a revolution, if you will, if it's not the apocalypse. Faith in a higher power, but it also can be faith in the energy that you put out into the universe. So no matter what you think, whether you're in a faith or out of a faith, in between faith or, you know, kind of mixed with your sense of faith, and notice I'm not using the term religion. I'm using the term faith 
if you have faith, if you have belief, and it doesn't necessarily, as a notary, as a notary, I have to swear people in all the time. And so some people want to swear, want to be sworn in to just give their statement of fact. And a lot of those people who don't want to be sworn in, they don't have a particular faith, but they believe in a system. People believe in a system. Most of us physical and spiritual, if I might add, a combination of the two would be psychological um, dynamics that you deal with when you're trying to work an issue, work a problem, work a program, or work with people, right? So the number two thing, which was number one, was is fact. And you might ask me, how do facts come before faith? How do facts come before feelings? Because you don't even know what you're feeling or you don't know what you believe in until you've gotten the fact. For those of you out there who may be questioning this in your Christendom, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian of a different, I would not know to trust in Christ if I didn't get the facts about what he did you don't you cannot have faith if you haven't heard the truth. Faith cometh by hearing, not by sight. And it's hearing the word of God, right? But for some people it's hearing the word of God and they choose Islam or, or Krishna or whatever, uh to Judaism, whatever it is. I I'm not hinging on one in this because these are universal principles to getting things done and getting things done in a manner that is complete, meaning that you have been fulfilled in your efforts and feel like what you've done has made a significant impact. And then on the other side, the impact that you've done, the, the people that may have lost something actually gained something in that there is a shift because energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be created and or, not created, but, but, but moved around, right? So you can shift and move energy from one source to make it another one to the matter, is that that energy has to be used in a manner where you know how much of it you have. You know how much power you have. You know what you want to do with it, and the end result, which is what you believe in, which is your faith. And then you understand that if you have to, and we all will at some point know that our emotions come into play, and you have to be able to check your emotions. A lot of problem with us is that we put our emotions, especially my people, when we get to a point our emotions kick in, and no one else can, not even our own people can usually control our emotions once they get out of the stable, if you will. 
So emotions are important, but they are the last on the list because of a lot of us not being able to control them. And, and which brings us to the key F tonight, which is the, now the first point and the newest point in the FU family, in the F, and that is focus. A lot of things you and I can do to create chaos or create peace. You have hurdles and obstacles. Then you have higher heights, opportunities. And what I like the most, potential. There is a didactic nature us and quite often with the bad and the good, the thing between you getting from over here in the bad to the good is often you. I remember a, a lesson that I got, and it talked about sin. And what is the primary letter in the middle of sin? And then it went on and talked about pride. And what is the primary letter in the middle of the word pride? And, and the lesson went on and on, but you get what I'm getting at. Last night I went and seen my cousin. And we were talking about a deal that happened that fell through for him. And, you know, younger cousins, you know, try to tell folks. And they don't always listen, but that's okay. Sometimes you got to bump your head. He bumped his head a little bit. But when we were standing there talking, there were some other people around, and this girl came up, and she just started talking, interrupt the conversation kind of thing. And in her talking, she divulged some things, and I said, you know what your problem is? I said, you get in the way of you. And she said, no, I got done. And then she started, um, she said, you know what, you might be right. I said, yeah, I can tell by what you just said, how you said it, that you are the person that gets in the way of where you need to be. And that's the same thing for each and one of us. The I in us gets in the way of our full potential. We look at the hurdles, but we don't look at the higher heights that we can reach if we learn how to jump. We look at the obstacles, but we forget about that those obstacles can become, once we get past them, uh, opportunities. We look at our problems, and we forget to look at the potential that we have in ourselves to overcome problems. Because the more and more you have problems, the more and more you're going to need to focus and you're going to need to know the facts and you're going to need to have a little faith and you're going to have to be able to corral your emotions, your feelings. The more problems you have, the more opportunity you have for solutions. We've got a caller in. Uh, welcome to the Sunday Talk Show. Talk to me. Yes, I got my friend. How is everything? Um, so the more we deal with our F in our viewpoint of how we see things, 
the better it'll be. The, the more we look at the positive, the helpful, the healthy, I, 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 I use the word bad and good, but I don't like the word good because a lot of times people say you're good. I'm not really good. I'm just good at it. Okay? I, know, I know what's in me. I am not good. I know I'm nothing but filthy rags. Okay, I don't have any bones about it. If anybody ever says or acts like or says that Brandon Delano Johnson is uppity, you know good and well that they lied and they don't know me because I don't look at myself that high. I I got good self-esteem. Don't get me wrong. But the position I'm in, I, I know my potential, okay? So the position I'm in is nothing. You understand what I'm saying? So, okay, now, how you look at things? How do we use focus? And y'all, by the way, this show is only going another eight minutes. I am dwindling this show down to be a pocket show so that you guys can go on and watch your favorite shows and you guys can go on with your life. Hopefully these things hit you in the gut and you'll be able to use them tomorrow and, and henceforth or come back and listen to this knowing it's only going to be 30 minutes long um, and I'm going to start doing other shows uh, throughout the week. So just stay tuned. So how do we implement this thing in the protest? How do we implement this thing when we're doing policy and procedure writing? How do we implement this thing in anything that's civil disobedience, which is what we're seeing now? Isn't it wonderful that change finally changing Aunt Jemima? Wouldn't it be nice if they changed the name of the Redskins? Wouldn't it be nice if they changed a lot of the things that we see? I don't know if they're changing Niggerhead Ranch down in Texas where Rick Perry has, has his whatever down there. I don't know if they're ever going to change that. But, but you know what I'm saying? You've you got a lot of things changing now, and I like it. A lot of people are more conscious. Every company I deal with got some kind of Black Lives Matter thing. How did that happen? That happened from focus. Finally, it was, that should be the last step, right? Finally, you know, but we're not going to get to that anytime soon when it's all over. I think we're going to be singing hallelujah um, seven times around the walls before we hear that final. The, 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 the way to use the focus, the way to use the facts, the way to use your faith and your feelings is to implement this strategy in everything. You know, there's a book I wrote, or not wrote, I read. It was called Unf Yourself, and that's the real F. And then the other one that was a good one was um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. And both of those books, if you've not read them or listened to them, I encourage you to go get them. Because what we have here is a failure to communicate, and it requires the black blood of human beings in a system and then a heart, a little bit of the emotion tapping into people's beliefs, right? And then that emotion tapping into the beliefs and understand, well, my beliefs have been wrong. And then the beliefs tapping into the facts. It's like, wait a minute, how many Negroes is being killed by the police or or being incarcerated, and then you start to focus and you see what we have now. You, do y'all see where I'm going, how it works backwards and forwards? I'm going to have to focus in order to get anything done, right? And you've got to stay on it. If you know you can't stay on something and it's temporary, that's probably not going to end well. You've got to do the things. You've got to pick your way of civil dis- disobedience 
that you can focus on and you have longevity, something you can do for the foreseeable future, not something you can do for a few weeks, not something you can do for a few days, not something you can do for a few months, something you can do for the foreseeable future. You can be like, you know what, I'm no longer going to spend any money at uh, oh, the My Pillow company that you see on the morning on the on the on the infomercials. You know that guy was up there on stage with Trump praising him and loving him and kissing him orange. You know what? Um, I'm not going to shop at My Pillow. That's going to be easy for me. Other places I can buy a pillow, right? I'm not going to buy a My Pillow. And any of these other companies that you hear support anything diametrically opposed to humanitarianism. And I think that anything that's for the current uh, person occupying the White House, any, anything for that, I'm against it. Except for there might be some few things that um, actually are decent. I don't know what that is, but there might be some. But the point is, I can, I can do certain things. I can do them for years, right? I cannot, let's just say Burger King. I'm, not, I'm just throwing that out there. Or McDonald's. Can you go? Could you and your family go years, some of you already have, without shopping at McDonald's or shopping at Sears or whatever these places when you find out they have, have, have policies, they have people working for them that have done some atrocious things to people of your liking. I'm not going to say your people. I'm going to say people of your liking. It might be black. It might be Latino. It might be lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, whatever. Right? Whatever that is that somebody does against the people that you have a liking to, can you stop fooling with them? Can you convince other people to not fool with I don't know if somebody else is on to to, to talk. I've got a couple more minutes. Welcome to the Gumbo Talk Show yes. five four one one. Did you want to comment? Yes, yes, brother Sari. Can you hear me good? Hold on, let me get this thing off. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay, good. Uh, you know, you said, uh, uh, you know, uh, the situation, what it has happened, it was started long time ago. Like, yes. do, do you remember in the McDonald's and people, they were trying uh, to get catch up and I guess cashier didn't give them catch up correctly or people fight it? From that time, the 10, the 10, you, many of McDonald's and many, many other businesses had the same, and we saw it all the time through the uh, uh, internet. And uh, so mm-hmm. I think the underlying of all this issue was started a long time ago. And with the COVID-19, when they lock you down, you know, government cannot lock you down. You know, unless they put a full martial law on you, then nobody has the right. Then you have to stay in the home. But accept that any city, state, I mean, they cannot tell you that you need to lock down for three months. And that also was a factor on this riot and all this. And also with the George Floyd uh, um, uh, Martyr and also Mr. Brooke Martyr and Eric and Gardner and all the uh, six, seven, eight, eight, nine hundred people we have the names. 
Right. And right. Uh, so this suddenly it turned into a mother of all uh, a battle. Let's put it that way. Right. And then as a result, you know, right now, uh, those uh, officers that charge in Atlanta, I think it's mm-hmm. not, uh, uh, they have not given them, charged them correctly or something, because this weekend, the next 48 hours, I'm telling you, Atlanta would be mother of all Beirut. Absolutely. And it, it's going to be mass riots mass riots, mass riots. I mean, people are going, uh, it, it's like Arab Spring of uh, Egyptian. Yeah, like Arab Spring. You're right. Am I right mm-hmm. or wrong? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can say Arab Spring. What about Tiananmen Square? It's going to be like that. I mean, yes, there yes. are, there are there, there, this is a cluster. And, and that's what I'm focusing on now is that people have to learn I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one to judge how a person protests. I like protests. Unfortunately, in this country, no one listens unless there's a protest. And, it, and, and people from other countries that know real struggles that have actually dealt with true protesting, where lots of people lost their lives for their beliefs, for, for the freedom um, that they should have, as a human in their countries, they, they know. And, and this that we're in in America, we have not had a true revolution. We claim to have had a revolutionary war, but it, it really was about a couple of points and mostly about fattening pockets. But really a war, a revolution for the people, like we're seeing now, it's, it's prime because of factors. We talked about it last week. Um, sir, we talked about how the mixture of the COVID-19, okay, then, then, then the mixture of the economic downturn, and then you, you, you mix that with um, all of this um, murder by the people who are supposed to protect and serve you that we're witnessing on, on video. And then you put all that with the fact that we have a person in office who can't seem to lead in a problematic time, a, a real peacekeeping person that's in leadership would, would be able to have curved probably 100% of these problems. We wouldn't have an outbreak. I mean, but, but nevertheless, that's, that's hindsight. The, the point is we have a cluster of things, as you already stated, that have created this environment in which if we focus, okay, if we look at the facts, and we keep our faith strong, and we utilize our emotions and feelings and focus them back on what it is that we want and we desire to see happen, this is the prime time that things can change for the better. And I mean for all of us, because any one of us that's doing better, if we're a true country, that means all of us is doing better. Um, They used to say that if one brother is hurting, we're all hurting. That hasn't been true. That hasn't been a fact in this country. But what we're seeing is we're getting towards that. And the people who have been in power who have not understood that are starting to listen because they're going to recognize, I hope that in November when people get a chance to go vote, 
that you'll see a whole change. That's if these people who are really against the system get out there and try to change the system and put people in that will listen. So, yes, brother, I absolutely agree yes, with you uh, that this is a powder case. Yes, and also the mass incarceration of the blacks. I mean, 55% of uh, 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 population in prisons are uh, blacks right. or black slums, right. and uh, uh, and we have. Uh, I mean, in prisons, I mean, there is. I mean, uh, in Norway, in Norway, the prisoners, what they do. Uh, I mean, they have. Uh, they put them in a special island. They give them all uh, internet access. Is a house. Is like a. It's not like a prison. They can dress uh, any way they like to. I mean, uh, jeans and whatever they. It it uh, depends to the weather. And then they cook for each others or yeah, I mean, each one cook for themselves actually. But uh, then mm, the armed uh, guards they can enter into their uh, area uh, without guns, without guns, without bottoms. And uh, we have seen that the maximum prison, for example, for a murder uh, in Norway is 22 years. But while, uh, for example, this is the highest uh, a per- person can get in Norway. And also Netherlands, we have examples and other European countries. But uh, in Norway, they train them to get a, get a degree, get a whatever they are interested in, while they're uh, in the, uh, you know, re, uh, called, uh, uh, not a prison, it's called restructuring uh, of the person. Right. I mean, uh, so therefore, by the time the person cuts out, maybe somebody is one year in prison, six months, whatever it is, uh, and uh, once they get education, you know, still are learning. And when they come out, they pay tax back to the community. But here in the United States, even if they get freed, even if they're not killed in the prison for the system we are talking, and then what they get? Mm-hmm. They get $75 check, and uh, basically then say, bon voyage, bye-bye. And that's not fair at all. And uh, please Google it, Susan Burton. Susan, B-U-R-T-O-N. I'm sure you are aware of her. She used to mm-hmm. be prison herself because, you know, she lost her son and she was uh, in a little bit of, you know, uh, drugs, etc. Anyway, they caught her and she had to be in prison for some time. But uh, somebody came and, uh, you know, after she was freed, helped her. And so she made now in California uh, safe houses for the people who are free and for the ladies. And uh, so basically they come and she trained them. She give them, you know, all the uh, things it need necessary to come back to the society. So she is copying what Norway is doing. So basically yeah. she had a 95% success. Go ahead, sir. 
Yeah, that's, see, that's, that's right there. You're talking about prison reform. And I, I, all, all of the, there's so many things that we need to improve and enhance and change in this country. Now is the time for people who have that passion. Apparently, you know, Ms. Burton, I, I remember hearing her story, um, you know, she was one of those people that had that focus, passion, uh, have, after having what we call lived experience of being incarcerated and then seeing how people treat you when you're out of incarceration. Therefore, there's a need for people, and her program is a reentry program, a transitional program, and, and, it, and it helps. I mean, but that's the things that all of the money that we're spending on prisons out of our tax dollars, you mean to tell me we can't get passionate people, former incarcerated people? I hate to call them convicts. They were convicted. Now they're not. Now they're, they're, they're free. Um, why can't they come back and teach people? And there's a lot of things we could do in reforms, but whatever the passion is for, for you, for whoever, if you just utilize what you have and and now with the day and age, and thank you, by the way, brother, I appreciate your comments. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh-huh. So with all of this going on, this, it's a prime time to, to express what it is that you've either been holding in for, for all this time or um, put it out there that something that you've been working on, not holding on, but been out there publicly, put it out there for other people to grasp on and tag on with you. You don't have to be the only person, okay? It, it takes a village. It takes a team of people. You can't go before people who are elected officials as a solo artist without anybody, okay? You need a team of people. Trust me. They're not listening to one person. They might hear 10 people. They might actually do something for 100. But for 1,000 or 10,000, they already know that if they don't side with them, they're not going to be in office long. So we need people who listen to the people. We need people of the people to be in these elected positions. It's a prime time right now. This is a time you can do to vote. The primaries are coming out for many people who have dealt with COVID. Some people have already had their primaries. You need to get out and vote. I think it's coming up next week, isn't it? It, it might have already started. No, I think it starts next week. Because I know voting is in July for people here in Texas. So, so please, exercise your right to vote. Why not? It's too late to get registered for the primaries, but it's not too late to get registered for November and vote in the general election. At least vote against Trump. I mean, do something. I mean, yeah, grandma and them going to vote. Yeah, mom and them going to vote. But wouldn't it be nice if you voted? They might be voting for you. But what about you for all your partners that's locked up? They can't vote. What about you for all the people you know that have died? What about for the people that you have created that are too young to vote? I mean, your children, right? Well, you got a lot of people you represent that can't vote, so you can vote for them. There's no excuse. So your focus, okay, that means your passion, your desire has to mix with the truth, the facts. And then that facts, it means nothing without a belief, without faith in your heart. And then that means nothing without putting all of that that has been in, all up in here, all in your body, that emotion that you feel when you want to tear up or you want to laugh, and put that to use. 
thankful for the brother who chimed in. Um, I hope you come in and listen again, good brother. Um, we're here every single Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, on the uh, Blog Talk USA station of Blog Talk Radio. The number to dial in for y'all is 515-605-9375. We have other numbers, too. But, um, and also, we're at Facebook Live. And y'all, just think about it. Everybody knows those four words, but put them in that order and utilize that for your civil disobedience, however it is. But make sure that your civil disobedience has a focus. It's truthful to your heart, the facts. The facts are universal, but the facts are truthful to you. And then your faith and beliefs, which is personal, your relationship with your higher power or with the system, and then your feelings. With that being said, thank you all for listening. I told you all we're shortening this show up. We're going to get you all hard in the gut and then be done. You've listened to the Gumbo Talk Show with yours truly, the Gap Tooth Guru of Gumbo, Brandon Johnson, a.k.a. a whole bunch of other things that, uh, that I'm grateful that you're listening uh, to each week. Um, if you have a topic you want me to cover, uh, please let me know. Um, I'm going to con- continue to uh, try to get Carlton back on uh, periodically as often as possible as we go through trying to get through this thing and actually have something positive on the other side of George Floyd, not just me wearing or us wearing these. This is my Black Lives Matter shirt. Y'all won't believe it, but this shirt is seven years, eight years old. We used to we used to have these when I started the group, uh, My Brother's Keeper. And so... Um, I'm glad to see people wearing these shirts, really living up to it, um, because we do matter. And it doesn't mean only black lives matter. It means black lives matter, too. So make sure you understand the purpose and intent of what it means. God bless you all. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.